Hey everybody, welcome back to Movies on Our Minds, guys. The podcast here in Atlanta to where I like to talk about movies. I got my friend again, Rock9, with me today. Yes, I'm here. What's up, y'all? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And the movie that we're talking about today is the Lego Movie 2, the second part. We both just got back from the IMAX at Stonecrest for, uh, watching this movie. And what turned out to be me and him just in the theaters watching this, which I thought was a good and a bad sign, you know, because... You know, it's always good to walk in the movie theater when it's just you and your friend or whoever. So, y'all can do whatever while the movie's going. But on the other side, I thought this movie has been getting, what, a lot of critical acclaim. So, I would think there's at least some mothers or children or something. You know, somebody's only a... It was. That was... She, like came towards, in, she came in midway through the movie. They, they were movie hopping. I, I don't even want to count that. But I say that to say... That kind of had me on the loop a little bit going into this movie. But uh, coming out... Seemed about right. I thought this was a really good sequel to the first movie. Which I'm a big fan of, by the way. You, though, on the other hand, uh, Rock9, you aren't a big fan of the Lego movie series, are you? No, I'm not. Why? I'm not a big fan of many... Of not many, actually. I'm not a fan of any of them sequels like that i feel like they try too much sometimes on the second one and i just feel like i don't know i feel like it could be better i feel like you try to push the envelope to make it a better movie than what it is just you don't think like this was a good sequel at all i mean take your time i mean i'm taking my time you know i'm gonna take my time because i just feel like i really didn't like i really didn't like the whole thing of five years later and all this other stuff they did like but it was five years since the first movie, so they were trying to keep yeah, up with the continuation. Yeah, but it started right after the first movie. Like, it jumped in right after the first movie. The intro did, at least. Well, yeah, so the intro picks up right where the first one left right, off, and right, then they right. show five years like later. I, like I said to you, I feel like, honestly, the movie was, was good for what it is. Just keep it away from trying to make it a, a moral lesson or a lesson out of it and Life lesson. Like, come on, bro. It, Why not? It, it was think, over for with that movie. It was done for. I think that's the best part of these two Lego movies <clears> is how they try to incorporate a strong message for both kids and adults. The first one? The first one, I think, was a better message and was better portrayed okay. to get to the kids and the adults. And, I, and, and I, this, one, I, this one, I will say, feels more kid-friendly than the first one. To where the first one feels like it is for all ages. To where the second one, adults... We'll have a good time with it. Some may even be able to tolerate it. But you could just feel like this is more towards kids. With a lot of uh, in-jokes for adults, such as, like... Did you know that Chris Pratt voiced both uh, Rex and Emmett before the movie started or while it was going? Like, did you hear the same voice at all? I mean, not really. Oh, you didn't hear that? I mean, not really, but I knew it was the same person. Oh, okay, but... So, when they were saying... uh, the, the scene where Rex was like, I'm all these things, you know, galaxy defender, archaeologist, raptor trainer, yada, yada, yada. They were basically just taking all the characters Chris Pratt has ever played from other films and put it into one Lego. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have jokes like that for adults. But overall, I do feel like this was more towards kids, you know, the, the themes and everything, the way that they try to convey jokes, which a lot of them didn't even land in this one compared to the first. I mean, it definitely was, but... You could have left the life lesson out of it. I feel like, man. Or you could have, you could have went another direction. Like I was saying, they could have did something in the sense of like the mom and the father getting a divorce or something, and this caused an separation throughout the house. So 
Like, I mean, but the whole brother and, and, and sister thing five years later when the brother has a, a damn near like he growing a mustache and shit. Like, bro, this man is old. He's the, the brother was getting old. Was and like, you still telling me you're fighting with your little sister over her plan with your Legos? I mean, look at the first movie. He was an adult in the first movie and he was upset at his kid for touching That's fine, but we didn't know what he was doing that for. He had a whole city built. We didn't know what his job was. And the kids started to have a whole city built. So it was almost as if, like, now the son is okay, almost starting but to... That he, as a what, fact, what, what was the purpose of the kid having a whole city built? Because he, that's his imagination. Like, this is his way that's of cool. doing it. You got, a, you got a good open imagination. No, no, no. You gain it as a kid, not when you're in high school. Now that we bring this up, now that I'm thinking about it, it is almost like the same lesson from the first one, but now we're giving it to the son to understand where the father was coming from. In this one, as now that's, he is the one exactly, with the city built. That's exactly what it was. So, um, like, I actually get but it. But dude, dude was too damn old to be arguing with his little sister over that shit. How old do you think he was? Like 15? He looked like he was about 30. <laughs> now he looked like he was probably about 15, 16 he, I just feel like honestly he was too old for it I feel like he was too old to be trying to argue with her over that so you just think that he like the father, be- the father could have had another reason for it we didn't know if it was job related or what it was because he, all he had was like towers and buildings built not really telling a story it seemed like I mean he called a construction worker the, the construction worker like <laughs> Right, we, didn't, we didn't know like what was his what was his whole purpose behind that. We know what the kid purpose was in the first one. He made it an imagination. It was his imagination. He wanted to play with him. He wanted to tell a story out of him. Then you come into the second one. Your sister telling her story, and then you get mad at what? her for playing with your shit. It's not even her story. It's, it. it's the mixture it's, of both. It's of both them. of the stories. I get it, but yeah, and I ain't like you're, that. You're too old to be playing and telling the damn story with some Legos, man. Like you're too old. I don't think he was past the stage where he stopped playing. Because the way he he viewed it wasn't just as a, oh, mommy, oh, daddy, you know, with two Legos in his hands. You know, let's love each other and move into this house. No, this man was elaborating a story out of the world that he built. Like, even going back with time traveling, which, by the way, part of the movie, I'm like, this will be for adults. A great reference. He took, like, all these iconic time machines and turned into this big spaceship. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool, but, I mean, first off, he ain't gonna know nothing about all them people. That man ain't gonna know about all them old movies. He ain't gonna know about no Bruce Willis. That's what kept throwing me off today. He kept showing him. Him as Die Hard? Like, the most iconic Bruce Willis movie ever Okay, but that got... Bro, come on, bro. I'm pretty sure... Somebody 13 years old and come to you, I wanna watch Die Hard. No, they're not. They're not. It's kind of a movie of popping No, they're not. They're not gonna do that. They're not gonna do that. I think they would. I think they wouldn't. That's They're not going to do that. That's why I was on the movie, because they would. They're not going to do it. I'm telling you, I can tell you right now, they're not going to do that. That's not the interest of a 13-year-old child is to go watch Die Hard and figure out who Bruce Willis is and figure out what Back to the Future is. It, like, come on, bro. They're not going to try to figure this shit out. Right, not even like the t- hot tub. The hot tub time machine, that's, that's susceptible, because that's... Look at this <laughs> You're telling me the kids went off to a time machine before they know Die Hard? Is that what I'm getting from you? Yes. Did you really just. Wow. They went to a yes. hot tub time yes, machine. Yes, they would. That's probably the least iconic time machine You're out right. of all it of them. It is. It is. But the thing is, the comedians is in there. It ain't like it's the older head people. Like, these are people that are known now in a new generation of comedians making movies. Huh. Yes, huh. That's what it is. Wow, I'm, I'm a. 
Leave that. Um, okay, well, something else. Bruce Willis is old to me. But it's Die Hard. That's that's fine. I respect Bruce Willis. I like him. But I was old enough to kind of grow up around the times of movies coming out. What did you think of the uh, new characters in this film? Like, what did you think of Tiffany Haddish? Which you just knew that was her the, the moment she um, spoke. Did I like her as that character? If they had probably changed her voice up some. Or was her I voice like distracting? Her, yeah. I felt like the voice... <sighs> Cause I like Tiffany Haddish. I like her as a, I like her as an actress. She's funny in some of the movies that she's in. Well, she don't she don't try too hard. Like Girls Night, Girls Trip, but or Girls Trip, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It was funny as hell. But she can't play in every role. Like certain roles, she just can't play, and her voice won't fit it. You have to get her to change it in the sense of some sort of. You had to get her to do something. You can't just have her keep her same voice. It just didn't fit the character to me. So what did you think of the musical numbers then with Tiffany in this film? Like, I mean, I thought she did a good job for for who she is and doing the fucking singing uh-huh. and stuff that they had her doing. Like, yeah, but I feel like they could have changed her voice up a little bit. I mean, for crying out loud, it's in the studio. I can agree with that to a certain extent because when you compare the other voices to the other Legos, they do really fit their characters to where you don't even have to imagine the humans voicing them so much they just naturally fit and when i do hear tiffany ash playing queen whatever want to be which you know that kind of not saying that, that fixed tiffany Hatch in real life or anything like that blah, blah blah but i'm just saying like when she did uh talk in the film it's like i just see tiffany haddish you know kind of mm-hmm. like a certain actor out there that's playing the cgi blue character we won't go into detail about that on this episode, but um, my point is that It'll you be just coming see, soon. Yeah, but <laughs> that's all you see is in the head. But I will say I did like the songs. I don't think I would like download them or anything, but they were no, kind you of would download them. I, probably. <laughs> but no, I won't. you wouldn't you wouldn't download them. But no, no, the songs are good. I mean, like I said, man, I don't. I wouldn't have had a problem with her playing a character mm-hmm. if they had was able to like change her voice up even a little bit. Like, just a little bit. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Because you can't even really... You can't even tell it was Tiffany Haddish in, until you heard that voice and heard, like, that's how you knew. But other than that, it was nothing that was really distinctful, distinctual about, like, her character that could hide her. I didn't um, I didn't mind her playing in a film as the, as the character. I feel like she's a, she could play the character as a good actress and stuff. Just change her voice up a little bit. Mm. Um, What did you think about the twist? Uh, that Rex was actually the bad guy. Which, by the way, to me, when I first saw the movie, I felt like uh, when Queen whatever Wannabe was singing the songs and trying to tell everybody she's not evil, but she did it, she did it in the most sinister, sinister way possible. In my mind, I was thinking, what if they're kind of just playing this up? Like, what if she really isn't the bad guy? Because it's like it's thrown so much at you to where when it's revealed like maybe she's not the bad guy, that's supposed to be a twist of itself. And then when Rex came about, I just never got the best feeling from him. So to me, it was like it wasn't that it was unpredictable, but I was able to see past the eyeglass. See, that's another thing that be throwing me off with this movie too, man. What? That whole thing of coming in real life and then bouncing around like a fucking bouncing around like a damn jelly bean bouncing on the ground and shit. Huh? You know how when they come into the real world and like how he was under the washing machine? Oh, yeah. And he was like, anger got me out. 
and then he punched his hands to the ground and he like popped up. Like that that really throws me off in it. I mean, I get what they're trying to do, but it still kind of like throws Cause, me off because because it confuses you on what is the real world and I now mean, what's in the you, you imagination really, of the kids. In a sense, yeah, like you're. That's that's exactly what it is in the sense of like coming from the kid's mind. If you're sitting here doing this, mm-hmm. and this is supposed to be their imagination, the toy falls off the table. Now the toy has a mind of his own to say, "I need to get back into the storyline." Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, did the kid throw you under the washing machine? Like, I'm confused. So, because if he did, then he wouldn't have forgotten you. Right. Yeah. So that's is basically getting to the point to where it's like, okay, is this Toy Story to where the toys will come alive now, even when I'm gone, or is this all the story that I'm percepting in my mind? Because now I'm also bringing time travel into this, right? And then so that's like, that was another thing with with that character is the the bringing the time travel. Like I like how they did it because obviously I like Back to the Future and stuff right. like that. Like I like right. time travel, right? Um, but I just I I feel like it was just a lot. Like it was a lot. Like he got thrown on the washing machine. Anger got me out. I built a time machine. Came back. Went back in time. Put you in this position. Took you back. Like, I was just like, yo, like, you know, but I guess everybody got to have a purpose. Whatever. Do you feel as if, like, they were throwing too many morals and messages into this story? To where with the first one, you just got it. It was straightforward. And it was a twist at the end when it was a real... Revealed that it was actually humans behind the story. The scene, right. So, but that's another reason why I kind of like this movie too, is because they play off of that. Now that we know it's all in the imagination of the kids, how do we continue it to where it makes sense on both ends of the spectrum? But and, yeah, but now throughout the whole movie, we're gonna be thinking like, where are they gonna come from at the end with it, with the twist? What what is gonna be the twist? Like with how I was doing the whole. Well, day. that's why I was asking you uh, earlier. Is like, what did you think of the twist? Like with Rex being the bad guy and everything like that. Obviously, we know that that's from the uh, boy's perspective of the story. Hmm. Or did that not shock you? Or did that you didn't really care so much? I mean, I kind of, in a sense, figured that it was gonna be the brother versus sister thing. I didn't know how they were gonna play it out as the, as the let go. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I didn't. I don't have a problem with how they went about it. It's just the whole. Thing was tricky with the in the in real life, the IRL, whatever you want to call it, to the Lego life. You talking about like the R Mamageddon, which you for the longest was trying to guess what that meant. Now I thought that was funny. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I mean by the twist is bringing it as a life lesson thing. That's distracting when it comes to it, and we know it's coming, but it's distracting because now we're really taking hints throughout the film to be like, okay, so is he talking about this? Does this mean that this is going to happen and this is going to happen? Or that blah, 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 because we know it's a human perspective now playing and using their imagination to basically tell their life story through Legos. So now we're like, I mean, not really their life story, but a moral of their their story that they're going through in their life. Um, you don't think it was interesting how it was like um, the sister secretly just really wanted to play with the brother. So at the beginning, so that's why it's like when you go back and watch it a second time, you actually start to connect the dots as to how, oh, I see... How even though they played up to where they are, quote unquote, the bad guy, it really was not like that. No. You know, I, I didn't, I mean, explain to me in the beginning. No, I mean like. Uh, when, he, when he gave her the heart. No, not just the heart. Okay, so when he gave her, when he tried to give her the heart and she, you know, chewed it and everything. That, that's because she was too young to understand. And that's why throughout the time, every time you try to rebuild the city, but the thing will come back. Is that what happened? Yeah, that's what uh, it went in the movie. The, I mean, that's what the happened with the Legos, but is that what happened in real life? Yeah, she destroyed the heart. Did we see her destroy the heart in real life? 
Didn't the heart come back all destroyed towards the end of the That movie? was when the heart was brought up during a wedding, though. Didn't, but, a wedding, didn't it pop up in a wedding? Yeah, it popped up in the right. wedding to reveal its true form, which was the toy that he gave her at the beginning of the film. Right. But, but then she I'm destroyed saying, it. like, as a kid, she probably destroyed it when she put it in a box to go into storage. Because she was probably mad at him for it, you know, being a being a, such a, you know, asshole. Not wanting to play with her and stuff. She probably destroyed it then. But I'm talking about when he first gave her the heart in the beginning. And then the toy chewed it up. Because mm-hmm. maybe did, she didn't know how to take that. But or yeah, that's what I'm saying. But did she really do that in real life? We don't know. It's just his imagination of you're just, you're going to destroy my shit. So I'm not going to let you play with my stuff. Yeah, and then that's when uh, it came to the point to where she started to destroy everything. She That's why they said throughout time we kept trying to rebuild our city, but then they would come back downstairs and destroy it all over again. So that's why we said, all right, well, if this is the case, and we're just going to live in Apocalypseburg now and call it a day. So that's why I was like, I like the way they integrate both sides of the story. It did confuse me the first time because of the time travel. But I was like, I guess that was just the boys' uh, imagination trying to give Emmett more of a story of a, or a new uh character arc or a story arc to go for him because it's like now we gotta show him that he needs to be tough with the times but morals that actually always be yourself you know you can still get out of it no matter how you are or what you are you know just be who you are because him trying to pretend to be something else caused even more of a destruction destruction right but so i don't know man maybe i had to i'm not gonna watch it again i'm lying but <laughs> maybe Maybe I had to look at something on YouTube to describe it or something, like, to break it down more. Because now that you broke it down with the whole apocalypse thing and her saying that we kept trying to build it, but it kept being destroyed. Yeah, it can make sense of how maybe, yeah, the sister probably did destroy the heart when he gave it to her, blah, blah, blah. So he was heartbroken. He need a man to fuck up. Oh, my gosh. He really, he really needs to man up. It even makes more sense when um, President Business. We knew that President Business was the father from the beginning. So in this movie, when uh, the sister was taking over, well, not taking over, destroying the city, he just took off his clothes and put some golf clothes on and said, all right, I'm out, I'm peace. Out. Because yeah. that's the father saying, all right, I'm out. I'll let y'all now have the world. Y'all can do whatever y'all want. And then he came back at the end of the film like, wow, guys. And then he made a terrible joke. I can't even remember what it was. It has something to do with the fire and the fireworks. Which was a nice little cameo with Will Ferrell. But I'm saying like that's how they would integrate both sides of the story. And that's why that's why I personally like these Lego movies. They know how to tell the story. Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who were the writers of both films, directors of the first one, different directors for this one, but they just know what they're doing when it comes to this franchise. And you disagree, or, you, or maybe you're just not a fan of the Lego movie series. I'm just like not a fan of the Lego movies, I guess. Even if we uh, break down the story, and I honestly, way it's I honestly feel to us. like that kid needs to grow the fuck up. Then just call it a day. Yeah. I just think you need to grow up. Where is your creativity in this? I really don't have much creativity, as y'all can tell. Bless your heart. I just feel like you should just grow up, man. Like, damn. Well, did you like this more than the first movie? No. Not at all? No. I almost went to sleep on it. No, you did not fall asleep. No, I really did. I almost went to sleep. I didn't fall asleep, but I almost wanted wanted to so badly. So this movie even bored you? No, I didn't. I wouldn't say it bored me. I was probably just tired. Okay, that's that's fair. Enough. I'm not gonna say the movie bored me, bro. Like the Lego movie isn't a bad movie, as I told you. It's not a mm-hmm. bad movie. I just don't like how they try to put it in the life lesson at the end of this movie. The one in the first one, cool. You put what it in with the with the dad and the son, that's fine. The one with this one with the the brother, like you should have showed the brother at a younger age at least, bro. Like you could have did three years or something, two years. You had to do five, so it can match up with our. Uh, like because the first level movie came out five years ago. So yeah, they, they, they should have waited so long to do it. 
Because well, now this man is about to go into high school, and you still playing with damn Legos. <laughs> he likes his Legos. Well, I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, he, that's just what I'm saying. It's different between liking something and being obsessed with it. So what do you think the third movie? If you're obsessed with it, you don't want nobody to play with your stuff or touch it. What do you think the third movie is going to be about that? I hope they don't make one. Whoa. No, there's going to be a Lego movie trilogy. <laughs> I really hope they don't make one. You think this is the end? I hope this is the end. No. this. He going to be in college playing with Legos? <laughs> like, I really hope this is the end, bro. I really hope this is the end. No. I'm sorry, but I really hope this is the end. No. I, I Dude, can tell if you. If I see this grown man talking about some uh, his girlfriend touching his Legos or something, and you set a coaster on my Lego, like, I'm going to be like, bro. You need to, you need to, you need to, you need to do better. Well, if anybody's gonna write that into where it makes sense, it'll be Phil or Christopher Miller. You see, I just gave him my idea. Y'all gotta pay me, by the way. Yeah, if they actually use it. They which are I gonna use. It. They are gonna use it. Do you think it's gonna be to where he's in? Okay, college? five years from the last one. Let's see, five years from now, he'll be twenty. He'll be in college. Okay, and maybe he'll and he'll yeah. have a girlfriend. Maybe uh, and guess like, what she's gonna do? You need to get rid of these damn toys. Cause you're too you're too grown for this shit. You know what this reminds me of, too? It reminds me of that part to where the mother came in and she stepped on the Lego. Which, by the way, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that actor. Yeah, you tell me you didn't like that part. I just don't like that. I like nothing about that whole entire... Not not the scene, but the actress in general. I just think she's just, nah. And then the joke, then when she was... She stepped on it twice, and it was just, like, so obvious the yeah, second time. Yeah, she stepped on it twice, and it was, like... The second time, it was definitely, like... You clearly see that this is spread throughout the whole floor, and you still just step like one foot over. Yeah. Like, she didn't, didn't even, even like look down or anything. Yeah. She just takes another step. Ah, ooh, childbirth, stepping on a Lego. Oh, they're just neck to neck. Really? Are you sure? I, I want to ask some females <laughs> that now. Like, yo, you ever stepped on a Lego and thought that was like childbirth pain? Because. I don't ever want to step on the Lego. Hey, man, maybe she's just reading what she had to read. But that's where I go back to where I will say that those are reasons why I don't think the second one is as good as the first. I still enjoyed it. I still liked it. But some of the jokes in the writing were a little too kiddish or just does not land for me. But, I mean, that's just that's just one element about this film. And the musical numbers, which were not bad. It was a lot more musical numbers in this one than the first one. Yep. That it was. And they could have toned down with that. that was if they make a third one, they better not have more than three songs in there. Uh, they may have four or five. Yeah, they don't need to do that. It's not a fucking musical, bro. Well, at the end, what would you give this movie out of ten? Take your time, please. Man, that's a tough one, bro. I'm really stuck between three and four. I no. No, I was just playing. I'm really <laughs> No, I'm I'm really I'll probably give it about, honestly. I'd probably give it about a seven and a half, eight. I give it about a seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. Okay. I, I guess seven and a half. Okay. That's I wouldn't watch it again though, sorry. But because the life lesson really they really just threw me off. I think that's what helps the movie personally, but because of it that, I'm, help. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. It doesn't help the movie. It at does. All. That's the movie is can the movie can suffice for itself just off of them doing a Lego thing with the whole Batman and falling to the thing with that. Like that whole thing was funny, how she was singing about the whole Superman and then he was like, I really don't like Superman. You know I don't like him. I wanna top him because I'm the best at everything I do. Like that whole thing, that, that whole movie thing, it could be its, its own. You wanted to integrate it with a light lesson thing because that's how the first one was. That's called the Lego Batman movie. That's called I don't give a shit movie. <laughs> I'm gonna be watching the Lego two 
movie. Oh, man. And that's how he was in there. If they wanted to be Lego Bat movie, then don't put Bat in the Lego 2 movie or Lego 1. At the end, I'm going to give this a good rating. I'm going to recommend seeing it. If you like the first one, you definitely like the second one. If you want to see Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, you know, do their thing. Because after this, I really am curious on what they would have done with the Han Solo project. Because as you know, they got fired like three-fourths way into the production because the President Lucasfilm... You think it would have been good? Yes. Because everything they do is really good. It's like they're filmmakers that know their craft and know what... They they just know what makes a good movie, apparently. Or at least mm. on their terms, on their style. Mm. Like the 21, 22 Jump Street movie? Like the first Lego movie? 21. You don't like 22? Yeah, 22 was funny. Okay, yeah. But 21 was better. Okay, that's fine. But... 22 was hilarious. I mean, 21 was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Same the thing only was... part I really liked in 22 was honestly when he came and told him that he was doing his daughter. Yeah, but my point with that is that that's for lore with Lego Movie 1 and 2. First one was better, yes, but the second one was still enjoyable in its way. And when the third one comes out, that's the end of the trilogy. That's what I'm saying. Sequels and everything after it. They're hard. It's hard because you try harder. Yeah, you have to continue what everybody is now expecting to where when you make your first one to where no one understands what this is, you introduce them to the world. Now that you have set rules and expectations. And they know what it is. Now you gotta continue it on, and it's just hard. Such as the fact that in the first Lego movie, now that we reveal that this is all the imagination of Hebe's human characters, we are going now based off that for another hour and a half. And for what we got, it was good. Less movie hard. wise, movie movie wise for the characters and stuff, yeah, right. But for the Legos, not for the humans. For the Legos, the Legos was a good movie, but the humans don't. Okay, yeah, but. That's all the time that we have for today for the Lego Movie 2. I want to thank you again, Jerry, for coming and speaking with me about this. If you don't mind, again, where can we find you, good sir? Y'all can find me on Instagram at IM underscore Rock 9. That's R-O-C-K-I-X. Follow you, boy. I follow back at all times, you know. That's what's up. Yep. And you can follow me on Instagram at IamTheFilmmaker and uh, Baruch Barocco on Twitter and Facebook. Guys, we want to know what you thought about the Lego Movie 2. Did you like it? Did you think it was better than the first one? Or did you think it was a good continuation? Is there anything that you would have done differently? Did you like the references in the movies? Whatever it is, let us know in the comment section below. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Movies on Our Minds. We'll see you next time. Peace.